Relativism is the philosophical position that all points of view are equally valid and that all truth is relative to the individual. But if we look further, we see that relativism is not a logical proposition and in fact, it is hypocritical and self-refuting. My name is Rob Lundberg and you're listening to the Let's Get Real podcast. Welcome back to the Let's Get Real podcast with Rob Lundberg. You know, we've gone through the 12 points of showing Christianity to be true, but this past week I was doing some conversational evangelism downtown Fredericksburg and I ran into somebody who prompted me to think about the, the show that I want to do this week. And, and basically, when I asked him about whether or not he believed truth exists, he, he professed to me that he was a Buddhist and that uh, his truth was his truth. So how do you refute that? And I thought, well, you know, I did a blog post this past week on this very subject, and not just that subject alone, but I also dealt with the whole fact of nine different responses to what you and I will hear when it comes to truth being relative versus absolute. And of course, we know truth is telling it like it is, and that one plus one is two, and you know, you're very concerned about your bank money. If um, you get a check for $300, you want to make sure the bank teller gives you that amount that you have on your check, right? You know, I think everybody would be concerned about that if, if they got like $30, right? So what I want to do today is I want to deal with nine objections that you and I might hear with regards to this whole truth versus absolute, truth is absolute versus relative. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to respond to these objections and give you just a short synopsis of each and every one of them so that you and I will be thoroughly equipped for what we need to do as far as how we can handle what you might hear. And you can also go to my blog at roblenberg.org, click on the blog link at the top, and it'll be the first post that you will see on this week's blog. So with that said, you know, when somebody says that all truth is relative, if all truth is relative and the statement all truth is relative is assumed to be true, the statement is also relative itself. Now what do I mean by that? The question then becomes whether or not the person making the statement wants to include their statement or exclude their statement. Now what do I mean by this? They're making an absolute claim that all truth claims are relative. That makes their statement false by making the statement absolute. Therefore, the statement all truth is relative is false. Number two, if there, somebody might say to you that there are no absolute truths. Well, the statement, there are no absolute truths, is an absolute statement, which is assumed by the one making the statement to be true. Therefore, it is an absolute statement or an absolute truth claim, and there are no tr absolute truth. The statement itself is a statement that is self-refuting and therefore false. But we could also look at this another way. Another way of looking at this would be, say, that if there are no absolute truths, then you cannot believe anything absolutely at all. 
including the statement, there are no absolute truths. Therefore, nothing can be really true for you, including relativism. Therefore, the statement, there are no absolute truths is false. That statement itself self-implodes for the one making the claim. So the first one was, all truth is relative. The second one was like it, that there are no absolute truths. Here's a third one for us. What is true for you is not true for me. Wow. How many times have we heard that statement? You know, this is a very popular retort that is often made by the one making it. Now, when I asked the person, when, you know, they, I asked him if truth existed, he said, I have my truth. I asked him this question, and we might get to this a little bit later. But the question is, what makes your truth greater than mine? And just watch him, just watch him skid in that, in that path because he didn't expect that question. So with regards to this whole claim about what is true for you is not true for me, this is the popular report today. It's popular in the college classroom. It's popular in the high school classroom. And it usually comes when Christians try to share basically chapter and verse of the Bible, like going through the Roman road of Romans 3.23, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Well, Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, or John 3.16 that says, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Now, here's the kicker. This is the popular retort, but you do not have to be intimidated by it. In fact, this is easy to refute. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to take three angles that I want to respond to this with. And the first is, what if true for me is that relativism is false? Okay, take the statement again. What is true for you is not true for me. But what if what is true for me is that relativism is false? Is that statement true? Well, it would be making a truth claim for me that relativism is false. So if you say no and you're a relativist, then what is true for me is not true and relativism is still false. And if you say yes, relativism is still false. Secondly, if you say that it is true only for me that relativism is false, then I am believing something other than relativism, namely that relativism is false. If that is true, then how can relativism be true? Thirdly, with this true for you but not for me business, am I believing a premise that is true or false or is it neither? If it is true for me that relativism is false, then relativism within me holds the question that relativism is false. But see, this is self-contradictory. If it is false for me that relativism is false, then relativism isn't true because what is true for me is not said to be true for me. And if you say it is neither true nor false, then relativism still isn't true since it states that all views are equally valid. And by not being at least true, relativism is shown to be wrong. But see, there's a fourth option here as well. If I believe that relativism is false, when I do, if it is true only for me that it is false, then one has to admit, the one holding the rel to relativism, they must admit that it is absolutely true that I am believing that relativism is false. And if you admit that it is absolutely true, then I am believing relativism is false. Relativism, therefore, is defeated 
since you admit as a relativist there is something absolutely true. Also, if I am believing that something other than relativism that is true, then there is something other than relativism that is true, even if it is only true for me. And if there is something other than relativism that is true, then relativism is false. So I hope that didn't give you cerebral uh, mind bending. But, you know, with a little bit of critical analysis of this statement, we can see that the statement, what is true for you is not for me, Folks, this is also self-refuting. Because if I go and I take the opposite proposition that relativism is false and the other person making the claim that relativism is true, relativism is still defeated and we are moving on to the next option. So the next one, number four, no one can be sure of anything or no one can know anything for sure. This is another one of those self-imploding statements and very a very quick one to refute and put to rest. If that statement is true, that no one can know anything for sure, then we must believe the statement to be true. And if we do believe that the statement is true, then we do know that the statement is false and therefore it is self-defeating. Why? Because no one can know anything for sure, but I know that for sure, so you can see how it's self-defeating. Number five, that is your reality, not mine. Have you ever heard that one? Well, this one's easy to pull apart as well because this is a challenge to the question of what reality is the real reality. One response you could use when someone says that is your reality and not mine is instead of making a statement, you could ask the person, is my reality really real? Because if my reality is really real or if it's di and it's different from yours, then how can my reality contradict your reality? And if yours and mine are equally real, how can two opposite realities that exclude each other really exist at the same time? Is my reality really real? Number six, we all perceive what we want. You know, this is the perception is reality type thing that you hear. And a lot of people believe the perception is reality idea. And it is only a reality in the context of customer service because that was what is really real for them at the moment. But when you start dealing with this as a truth claim, it's totally different. You've heard when someone tell you that perception is reality, right? So when we look at the statement, we all perceive what we want. We have to ask this question, how do you know that statement is true? Because if, if we all perceive what we want, then what are you wanting to perceive? And if you say you want to perceive truth, how do you know if you are not deceived? Simply desiring truth is no proof that you have the truth. Number seven, you may not use logic to refute relativism. Oh, well, really? As a way of repetition here, when people make this statement, they really believe that statement to be true. So if someone tells you that you cannot use logic to refute relativism, just ask this question. Why not? If you ask them, you cannot use logic to refute relativism, asking that question, why not? It'll be interesting to hear their answer. But here's the kicker. You have to follow up with another statement. So here's the scenario. If someone tells you that you cannot use logic to refute relativism, ask them why not and then follow up with this. Can you give me a logical reason why logic cannot be used? You hear the, hear the contradiction or hear, 
here's the trap in this, right? And when you present that statement to them, watch what happens. Here's, here's what I think will happen. If one uses relativism to refute logic, then on what basis is relativism, that nothing is absolutely true, able to refute logic, which is based on invisible, absolute, unchanging, what is really real truth, right? And if one wants to use relativism to refute logic, then relativism has lost its relative status since it is used to absolutely refute, refute the truth of something else. Isn't that interesting? Here's another perception one. Number eight, we are only perceiving different aspects of the same reality. That's kind of like what uh, the gentleman yesterday told me. You know, he says, I have my reality. And I asked him, I, oh, I have my truth. That's what he said. He said, I have my truth. And he turned out to be a Buddhist. He turned out to be a, uh, an embracer of the Tao. But he was perceiving his own truth. And when I asked him, you know, what is the deal with your truth that makes your truth different from mine? Do you believe the truth is absolute? He said, no. I said, is that an absolute statement? He looked at me and smiled. And he says, you want a t-shirt? That's rather funny. He gave me a t-shirt, but our conversation kept, uh, it, it kept going, which was, which was really, really good. But, you know, this is coming off the other objection from about perception being reality. And this is one that will raise a few questions in response. The first one is that if our perceptions are contradictory, can either perception be trusted? And if truth is self-contradictory, which, by the way, it's not, then it wouldn't be true because it would be self-refuting. And if something is self-refuting, that statement is not true. Secondly, if it is true that we are perceiving different aspects of the same reality, then the question then is set, am I believing something that is false since I believe that your reality is not true? How then could they be the same reality? If you're saying that you know, it's just merely my perception that is not true, then re relativism is debunked, it's, it's refuted. And if I am believing something that is false, then relativism is not true since it holds that all views are equally valid. And then lastly, if my reality is that your reality is false, then both of those views cannot be true. If both are not true, then one of us or both of us are in error. If one or both of us is in error, then relativism is declared dead on arrival. And then number nine, relativism is excluded from the critique that it is absolute and self-refuting. Well, guess what? It try, this statement tries to say that relativism is absolutely true and that you can't criticize it using logic. You cannot use it, uh, call, you cannot use it saying that, or you can't debunk it saying that you're making an absolute claim or it's self-refuting. And this is one of those appeal to authority ob objections. Now the appeal to authority is often committed by atheists. And what I mean by that is, or even Muslims for that matter. You know, the Quran is true because the Quran says it's true. The Quran is true because it says it's true, or Muhammad says it's true. Um, 
No, that's not true at all, okay? But see, here's the thing. This is one of those appeal to authority issues, okay? What it is saying that the ideology of relativism is immune from any critique or criticism that it is absolute and, and self-refuting. After all, this is 2021. Relativism is in vogue. But folks, this is bovinely illogical. Here's why. On what basis do you simply exclude relativism from the critique of logic? Is this an arbitrary act? And if so, does it justify your position? And if it is not arbitrary, what criteria do you use to exclude it? To exclude itself from the start is an admission of logical and rational problems that are inherent in its system of thought. Think about that. So when you hear somebody say, that's true for you, but not for me, ask them, is that true for everybody? Or all truth is relative. Ask them, are you absolutely sure that all truth is relative? What is true for you is not true for me. Just ask them, is that true for everybody? And then on number four, no one can know anything for sure. Then how do you know that for sure? That's your reality, not mine. Is your reality different from mine right now in this conversation? We all perceive what we want. Sure we do. But do you really believe that perception is reality? Because if we perceive all that we want, then what are you wanting, what are you wanting per to perceive? The question is, in that one, backtracking here a little bit, is what are you wanting to perceive? You want to perceive what is really real if you believe that statement that perception is reality. And of course, you know, you cannot use logic to refute relativism. All you have to do is to say, can you give me a logical reason why you can't? Or um, we're only perceiving different, different aspects of the same reality. It's kind of like the matrix idea. Um, all you have to do is just say, if our perceptions are contradictory, can either of those perceptions be trusted? And then, of course, the appeal to authority in number nine. So I hope you've enjoyed our show today. Uh, this is kind of like one of those quick go-throughs. But just remember the fact that truth is what it is. Truth is absolute. Truth is unchanging, logical, absolute, and invisible. And folks, it points to the one who metaphorically said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by me. And I know I use that word metaphorically, but Jesus is not a signboard like you see on the highway. And he is the giver of eternal life because only he can give life. And truth is absolute, invisible, and unchanging. That is the God's honest truth. So until next week, this is Rob Lundberg from the Let's Get Real podcast. I hope you have enjoyed this. I know it's, you'll probably have to go back and listen to it a couple times just to, to grab it all, but that's okay. I hope the takeaways at the end will help you grab the, the nine options. You could also read the blog post. I'll, I'll have it in the descriptor on the, on, on the feed so that way you can, that way you can 
go and read the post and follow along because it's right along with what what the post was and I hope uh, you can you can do that so until next week this is Rob Lundberg from the let's get real podcast I hope you have a great week and we'll be back with you with another episode next week Lord willing and I hope this finds you all well as you go out this week be ready with German Shepherd ears to go out and be ready to share the gospel and as you do with the goal go out and give them heaven, and we will be back with you next week. Lord bless.